Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, the review podcast tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, what have you. I ran out of breath because I'm out of shape. Whew! I'm your host, oh, Greg Dietz, and with me always is my round. That's true. Um, I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is my Fisher. How's your week been? Um, Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, got my COVID booster and my flu vaccine on Saturday. Um, boy, talk about arm soreness. Uh, both arms were just like, if I try to do any lateral movement, oh, it was, it was, it was a pain in the ass, but in my shoulders instead. Uh, but yeah, uh, fully vaccinated. So been fully vaccinated against the flu and pneumonia and now COVID and boosted. So really excited about that. Gives me a little bit more, um, not so much, you know, less fear because I've not been afraid of getting sick. I just don't want to get sick. And now I feel, you know, a little more relaxed in that regard. Uh, but I still, if I do go anywhere, of course, you know, as much as I fucking hate to, I still wear a mask when I go in somewhere. I just fucking hate a mask, but yeah, I've done uh, a lot of the day because when I work and, and I fucking hate it. So, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they're not fun. No, no, not at all. But that's the thing. I still do it. And that's, I got my uh, COVID vaccine at Walmart. And, and the flu vaccine. Got them both the same day. And Misty and I could count on one hand how many people we saw wearing a mask. And that was including employees. Because apparently on Friday, they mandated now that if workers are fully vaccinated, they don't have to wear masks. Uh, as of Friday. So Saturday, the only person I saw wearing a mask that was a, an employee was the guy in the pharmacy that gave me my fucking shot and maybe three customers aside from us and I was just like fucking Christ and, and that's well, the thing the, our region that I live in in southwestern Virginia and northeastern Tennessee has been recognized as the least vaccinated rate uh, percentage-wise for the population in the in- entire country. Most of the counties around here, it's an under 50% vaccination rate. And it's fucking sad. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that's like, it's a big part of contention right now, especially like with what's going on in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh like if 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 anyone doesn't quite know what's happening in Canada, um, the uh, uh, the way that the rule works or the law works right now is that it, with Canada, you're not allowed to go across the border or go, uh, going in or out of Canada um, if you can't prove that you're fully vaccinated, um, at least two shots. There are about ten percent of truckers, Canadian truckers, that are unvaccinated. 
Yeah. This roughly 10% has gathered enough people to cause a border stoppage in Ottawa, specifically Ottawa. I yeah. don't think it was happening anywhere else, but um, I know that it was the big one was in Ottawa. And uh, a lot of people... The were Freedom about, Convoy. The Freedom Convoy. Uh, and a lot of people were talking about, like, what does this mean? And I'm like, it doesn't fucking mean anything. It means you have a bunch of Canadians who have brain rot. Um, and uh, the other issue that comes from this, this situation is that you have a lot of people in America... Um, celebrating this shit and it's 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 fucking stupid um the 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 concept that these guys these people are are right somehow drives me fucking nuts like there are millions of people who are inoculated inoculated not inoculated inoculated lated yeah uh and no issues whatsoever. Uh, a handful, at best, have had issues. No deaths. And you know, well, how how can you trust them? How can you trust that they're that this is this is correct information? Like, and I'm like, the fuck do you mean? How do you trust it? Like, I'm not like that's. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, it pisses me the fuck off. It pisses me off so much that people are so goddamn ignorant. Um, but I'm and, also at the point, I'm also at the point, dude, that, like, I'm going to do what I need to protect myself. And I just don't give a fuck about most people anymore. I just don't. I just can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I was like, you know what? If you're not vaccinated at this point, Fuck it, go lick doorknobs. I don't care. Yeah, you know, I, I somebody. I'm not going to mention who it is, but um, they for like the past two years posting. Oh, you know, don't put that poison in your veins. You know, you the government can't tell me what to do. And blah blah blah. Well, they've been on a ventilator for the past week and a half, two weeks. And they got pulled off of it, but now they can't come out of the fucking uh, sedation. And they're going to have to have a feeding tube put in and probably have to go back on the ventilator. And it could have been entirely avoided. But no, they had to be a fucking idiot. And I don't feel sorry for them a bit. Uh Uh, You know, my, my sympathy is gone for these people. And I'm sorry if that pisses anybody off that's listening too fucking bad. I'm sick and tired of this shit. You know, yeah, it's been my, my two sympathy, fucking years. My sympathy for, for people does not go towards the ones who ch- actively choose to not get the fucking vaccine. My yeah. sympathy goes to the people who um, can't, for whatever medical reason, just can't have the vaccine. And then have to like still hunker down inside because there's a bunch of ignorant ass people who are fully healthy and can have the vaccine, no problems, but choose not to. Exactly. Exactly. So that's 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 where I lay. But, like, I do want to say this for the top of the podcast, because we're going to get into a different conversation here in a minute. Um, if you are actively calling somebody or something in politics 
in current day and age. Hitler saying this is the Holocaust, saying this is worse than the Holocaust. Go uh, fuck yourself. Go 100% fuck yourself. Um, I I don't care if you're a family, uh, if you're a friend, if you're a friend, if you're an acquaintance. You are fully written out of my life if you compare what's happening now to the Holocaust. That is unbelievably disrespectful, unbelievably fucked up. My grandfather would punch you in the goddamn mouth. Other people's grandfathers would punch you in the fucking mouth. Six million Jewish people died in the most horrific possible ways because there was a man who was actively causing uh, uh, religious and um, ethnic genocide. And you're going to sit there and say, oh, me wearing a mask is just as bad? Go fuck yourself. You disrespectful piece of shit. Straight the fuck up. Twice. Fuck yourself twice. Three times. Fuck it. I, I don't like you are done. You are dead to me as a person. <sighs> okay. So now that I've gotten Greg fired up. Well, I saw a video uh, on uh, was well, actually through TikTok last night, which it was somebody was going through this, walking down the streets and asking people if they knew um, what the Holocaust was. And they're just like, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I'm just like, oh, is angry, wow. fucking angry. So, and then of course, how do you, you know, not know? Well, I follow a Holocaust survivor. He's like eighty something, and uh, I think close to ninety now. And um, he uh, he'll do wet videos of people just being ignorant. I love that man. I'm like hell yeah, dude. Fucking tell him. Fucking tell him. He doesn't have to. That's the thing. It's not his job. <laughs> No, oh, no. Angry Greg. Angry Greg at stupid people. Fucking always will be. Never not be angry at stupid people. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah. Other than that. So, my week. <laughs> oh, I'm not done with mine. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Sunday was the Super Bowl. Watched that. Enjoyed pretty much everything. Uh, not the outcome that I wanted, but I'm still pleased with the outcome because I had no horse in the race. My team was eliminated in the first round. Um, but you know, I enjoyed what I saw. Um, Monday had laser hair removal in the face, you know, went and got that done. Uh, saw a vehicle driving down the road and now Virginia has very strict vehicle regulations and traffic laws and things like that. And California does too. I know, I know, uh, good Lord. Uh, I don't know if you heard that or not, but my daughter just comes out of the restroom and just rips a huge belch. Uh, um, I heard it, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Teenagers. Anyway, um, so we're, we have to drive two hours into Tennessee uh, to, uh, not two hours into the state, but two hours from where I live in Virginia to a location in Tennessee for my laser hair removal. Um, and we're getting ready to take the exit ramp onto the, down to where we need to go from the interstate. And there is a white Nissan Xterra that is just billowing so much smoke 
going down the highway. It was literally, there was fire on the undercarriage of this thing. This vehicle was on fire and somebody was driving it. Jesus. Yeah. And what's fucked up, less than 30 minutes later, we were coming back through. No signs of it anywhere. So, you know, who knows where it ended up, but it was wild. But yeah, they don't give a fuck. Misty's like, why is a cop not pulling that over? I was like, they don't have the fucking uh, uh, regulations that Virginia does. They don't give a fuck. They don't even have to have inspection stickers, or at least they didn't used to. I don't know if they do now. Um, But it's not even a law to require insurance on their vehicles. Wow. Yeah. That's that's something that always made me wary. Whenever I was driving in Tennessee, I was like, God, I hope I don't get hit by somebody because it's a crapshoot if they've got insurance or not. But yeah, other than that, you know, uh, finished finished replaying uh, the fractured butthole. Um. Just waiting on Horizon Forbidden West to come out in a day and a half. Uh, Well, it'll be out today, and I'll probably be playing it as of publication time. I'm excited for that game. I've got it pre-ordered, and it's waiting to start the automatic download at midnight tomorrow night. Yeah, I need to to do a um, a, uh, recap of that game, because I remember a good chunk of it. I remember... um, like the main story and like what Aloy was, was discovering as you play the game and Mm -hmm. you know, why there are robotic creatures in the world and all that kind of shit. And it was awesome. What I forgot was like, cause I was, I was very interested in the forbidden West. They talk about it a few times in the first game um, in regards to like Aloy's dad having to go there and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and I was like, and I, I thought he was still there. I forgot the fucking tutorial. So that was fucking fun of me to do. Yeah. You, you, you cracked me up because you were like, um, really, Greg? I was like, I don't, I don't remember this. So. Yeah. But I think it's the recap's okay, going to be good anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, watching, I, I've seen a couple of good ones out there um, that are good enough. Uh, that provide enough information, you know, to know exactly what's up, what's going down. Because uh, when I played of... through it the first time, Misty, you know, she enjoys watching me play. Because, uh, you know, to her, it's like watching a, a movie or a TV series because yeah. the storylines are so epic in these games. Um. And I finished, or I, I did a huge chunk one night after she had fallen asleep the first time I was playing through it. She's like, what happened? I need to know what happened. What, why'd you play? <laughs> so I found, a, I found a YouTube channel that had a good recap. And I was like, here, watch this hour of cutscene, you know, to make up for what you missed. And it caught her up that way. But yeah, I highly recommend that. Yeah. So, how how was your week now? Getting back to 
Uh, it was fun. I mean, I, I, I really wanted to go to Andy's for the Super Bowl. Like, really wanted to. And I was going to anyway, but because of certain things that had happened throughout last week, um, which I won't get into on in that detail, I had to work a bunch of extra hours. Um, I'll put it this way. I normally work six to seven hours every day when I work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked 10 hours both Friday and Saturday, so that way I made sure I could go to Andy's on Sunday for the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Yeah, like that's that's how much extra I had to do. Because um, I told him, I said, I'm going to have to work Sunday. And he was just like, okay. And I was like, I'll be there around 3. And he was like, okay, this is by the time the Super Bowl starts. I was like, sorry. Like, it's just the way the fucking cookie crumbles right now. Um, And he he was like, maybe work some extra hours on, on, you know, the next three days. And this is, he told me it's like Thursday night. I was like, Oh, and the, the concern isn't that I could work those hours. The concern is the car. Like that's genuinely where my concern lies is the car. Cause it's old. Well, it's old in terms of like, I just crossed 170,000 miles. That's all. This is a 2016 car. <laughs> I mean, we're we're about to hit three hundred thousand on hours, but our car is significantly older. Um, yeah, I was like, you got to keep in mind this car was a was an Uber car for a long time, and then was yeah. a Dodge car. So, yeah. Oh, trust me, I'm aware of how easy it is to rack the miles up on a vehicle when you deliver for a living. Yeah, I but, did. I did pizza delivery for eight and a half years. Yeah, it's it's. What I'd like to do this year is try to go to my bank and see what I can do about getting a new car. But the 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 concern is to catch up on bills first. So oh yeah, absolutely. So it's 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 this catch twenty two shit. But I I'll have it handled anyway. So I'd worked ten hours on Friday and Saturday, and then went to his house on Sunday, and I was really I was really happy that I was able to to, to get that done. Uh um. So I get there, I get there Sunday, like morning ish, and I ate, I, I grabbed some food on my way up. So that way, cause I didn't know what they were going to have ready since I knew that it was going to be very small. It was just like me, Andy, our friend Mark that we play with on Wednesday, uh, and, uh, his, his friend who he plays rocket league with Chris, that was it. Mm-hmm. And his wife, of course, and his kids, but that Chris, was- that's in that one chat with us on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and uh, I was like, I was like, that's fine. It is small, you know, no big deal. But I did, so I thought they weren't going to have a ton of food. Boy, howdy, was I wrong. Uh, <laughs> Andy uh, uh, smoked some ribs and um, oh fuck, some big chunk of meat. I don't remember. I want to say it was uh, like a pork loin or something like that because he did he did pulled pulled pork with it, pulled pork sandwiches. Well, you don't do pulled pork with pork loin. You do that with pork shoulder. Okay. Um, you'll have to ask him when next time we talk because I don't remember what it was, and it might have been shoulder. I don't fucking know. We made we made sandwiches out of them. Uh, but they had like they had this big ass chip platter, and then they had uh, like their daughter made a, a charcuterie board, which a charcuterie board, a charcuterie. Um, or is the one video that I saw on TikTok of a uh. Latina woman 
who had a really thick accent, couldn't say charcuteries, and she kept saying Carcucci. Carcucci board. Carcucci. Um, and then they had a big platter of sweets, like cookies and stuff. Uh, and then chicken wings. And then onion rings and fries and tater tots. So it was just a ton of fucking food. Uh, I ate way the fuck too much. So I'll get to my evening. But we also played a game called Beer Dice, which I had never played before. And the way that Beer Dice works is that there's a table. Like, you want to get a folding table. So that way you have that crease in the center. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have have two cups of beer on 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 the corners of the table. You get into teams of two. And you have two dice. You have to launch the dice in the air about 10 feet, and it has to land on their side of the table. Um, The scoring system works. If it hits the ground, if it bounces and hits the ground, one point. If it hits the cup, bounces, hits the cup, just hits the cup in general, and then hits the ground, that's two points. If it goes in the cup, that's three points. Okay. But it always... Simple enough. Simple enough. Um, The... uh, the other players have to stop the dice from hitting the ground. Whether that's grab the dice right the fuck after it bounces, try to grab the dice before it hits the ground, kick it up into the air, and then have the other player grab it. You have to stop the dice from hitting the ground. Um, you Your team will get a point if you're able to kick it into the air and then the other player grabs it. Then the team that kicked it gets a point. Um. But simple enough. We played that for we played that from noon to three. <laughs> wow. We were having a ton of fun with it. Uh however, the problem is I haven't been that active in a minute, and my body the next morning was just like, oh, go fuck yourself. Like full on go fuck yourself. And I was like, uh-huh, understood. Mm-hmm. Um I need to get back to the gym more frequently. Like that's that's my problem. But uh but that game was so much fun, dude. Like, we had a blast playing it. We were cracking up, laughing. Like, there were a lot of moments where we all fucking were just, like, red face fucking laughing. Because, like, there was a moment where I was, like, fucking full-on concert. I go, yeet! And it just went straight the fuck up. And then I mm-hmm. caught it as it came back down. And, like, Chris spit out his beer. It was fucking funny. Uh, so then we watched the game. And, my God, were the commercials just not great. A lot of fucking celebrities for not a whole lot of payoff. A lot of NF, not NFT, but crypto. A lot of crypto. Yeah, I thought the Larry David one was a good one. Uh, disagree. <laughs> I was disapp- I was actually disappointed in Larry David for doing a fucking crypto commercial, but it just oh, man, I just didn't enjoy a lot of them. I was like, mm, this is this kind of sucks. It sucks. Halftime show was good. Oh, that was the best part, honestly, of the whole Super Bowl. You think? I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the game a lot. No, the game was good until the last three minutes when the refs decided that they hadn't thrown a flag in fucking four to fifty-two minutes and decided to throw them all at one, all at once. Well, some of them they actually had to. Now that one that was on third down that they called defensive holding against Cincinnati, that shouldn't have been called. That was that was a very ticky tack call. It was a questionable call. Uh, he got a clean hit on that ball, but that gave him my first down. It gave him my first down and that pretty much sealed the game. Yeah. Uh, it was an unnecessary call, 
Now, a couple of the other calls were the right calls, you know, upon review and seeing them. But that one, even the Ooh. announcers were like, oh, they called that? Okay, they called that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just, it's just, there's, there, there's a lot of moments where I was just like, Ugh. but that we've talked about that, that like, I don't watch a lot of football. I just don't. And I, but I've heard so many fucking people talk about how the, the officiating this year has been absolute atrocious. Absolutely bad. Like across the board. I think we talked about it. Yeah, a little bit, but we were rooting for the Bengals because they, you know, the, the Rams had beat the Niners, the, in the, championship game so you know you know how that I is. was fine i was fine with the rims winning it because you know for one stafford you know i i wanted to see him win one uh before he retired uh and it really just lines fans are pissed because they're like you know we knew he was a good quarterback um but to see him go and win one immediately the year after he leaves us really fucking sucks. You know, it says a lot about how shitty our organization is. Uh, yeah. You I know, Aaron Donald, you know, he's an incredible player. I thought he deserved to ring Cooper Cup. Fuck Jalen Ramsey. I'm not a Jalen Ramsey fan. I think he's an asshole. But for the most part, I was fine with Rams winning. I think Cincinnati will probably be back in a year or two. If they're not back next year, you know, it won't be long before they are back. That uh, They've got an incredible team, uh, which was why I wasn't super angry when the Raiders lost to them. I was like, because this team, I knew they were good enough to go to the Super Bowl. I, was, I, legitimately, I legitimately wanted them to win, but I didn't care if the Rams won. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like that—that that was a my my family. Like, uh, my mom texts me, "Who who you guys rooting for over there?" And I was like, "Bengals, obviously." Um, and she goes, uh, "She goes, yeah, that makes sense. I'm rooting for the Bengals. Dad's rooting for the Rams. Josh doesn't care." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." But um, but yeah. So, uh, there was a moment. <laughs> There was a moment during the third quarter. I want to say it was the third quarter. I might be I might be a little off on that, but uh, I'm sitting. So the way that that the house works is like, let's say up here is is the TVs and here's the couch, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a railing right the fuck behind the couch, and I'm sitting on a wooden chair behind that railing because I can just kind of do this, lean forward while I'm watching the game, which helps my back and my neck and my pussy and my crack. Um, <laughs> sorry. You're bussy. <laughs> my bussy and my crack. Uh, my pussy and my crack are the same thing, obviously. So um, uh, Mark, Chris, and Andy are having a conversation about, uh, oh, my God, what the hell's her name? She won American Idol at one point. Now she has a talk show. Kay- Kayla Coxon songs. They're talking about which songs they remember and how much song, like which songs they enjoy, and you know how loud Andy can get. Well, everyone mm-hmm. else having this conversation is meeting Andy's Andy's volume, and they've all had drinks. So keep that in mind when I tell you the next part. So I'm okay. sitting there. I'm not engaging the conversation because I don't like. I don't dislike 
like you know me i'm not picky when it comes to music whatsoever just don't care about country um and uh uh so like listening to kelly carson wouldn't bother me but i don't know her music well enough to have this conversation so uh i'm just sitting there quietly listening to them talk and uh and i go oh man i got a fart and I kind of lean forward a little bit and I'm like trying to like, cause I know that it's going to come out. Like what I'm thinking it's going to do is like, puh, 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 and that's it. Like not quiet, but not loud. Sorry, not, not quiet, but not like loud. Right. I'll put it this way. I ripped a fucking fart. So goddamn loud. It stopped all three of them from talking. Like it went dead silent other than the TV <laughs> in the living room. And they all went, what the fuck was that? And I just, and my face just went, <laughs> it, was, it surprised me with how loud it fucking was, Maya. <laughs> well, this is like <laughs> I think Andy was like, "Well, I thought something broke in my house." <laughs> Chris, Chris goes, "Was that you, Greg?" I was like, "Yeah, I thought it was gonna be quiet." And they—that's they, when they started laughing because I said I thought it was gonna be quiet. I'm like, I did. I legitimately thought it was not gonna be that loud. Dude, <laughs> blah. Um, but speaking of the of that, I guess to an extent, not directly though. Uh, so because of all the food that Andy had there, I haven't been eating like shit. I've been trying to actually eat a little bit, like, like a little bit, not a lot, but yeah, I ate. Like way the fuck too much and and it you know yeah it was all junk food for the most part i think i had a carrot <laughs> a carrot very specifically and uh we had played board games from like the end of the fucking super bowl till about 11 p.m um <laughs> there was a moment we were playing Catan, and i don't know if you've ever played settlers of Catan. once in the game itself, there is a proper setup for all the tiles and all the numbered pieces, right? So that way you can set up, like, a, a board, essentially. However, there is a different way to play it. You take all the edge pieces, you mix them up. You take all the tiles, you mix them up. And then what you do is you place the edges randomly. You place the other tiles randomly. And yeah. then you take number pieces, you turn them upside down, and then you place them all on the board upside down, and then you turn them all over. So it's all random. Completely unadulterated randomness. This was probably the worst random setup I have ever seen in Settlers of Catan. Ever. I have never played a game of Settlers of Catan that lasted two hours. It was nuts. Like, it was irritatingly nuts. It was at a point where it was, like, getting closer to 11, and I was actively giving Mark cards to win. <laughs> oh, like, wow. I was just like, I was like, what do you need, Mark? Well, like, what do you need to build cities? And he's like, uh, wood and brick. And I was like, cool, I got wood and brick right here. And I was like, what, what do you have an abundance of? He's like, sheep. I was like, give me one sheep for this, which is a terrible trade, but it's like, I'm trying yeah. to lose. I want this game to be over. And it was bad, dude. Like certain roles just weren't coming up like for a solid fucking 45 minutes you know one of us would be like what do you need or like i i need i need uh i need wood and wheat okay well like what do you have to trade 
I need wood and wheat too. Like we all just needed wood and wheat and there's nothing to trade. It was so fucking irritating. It was like the best we could do is like hope to get enough sheep or, or brick to, or I I kept getting, I kept getting uh, rock. It was bad. But um, after the game was over, you know, we all get up, we're ready to leave. Um, I get to my car and I like, I sit in the fucking front seat. And this was the first time the whole night that I felt actively bloated. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I'm thin and my stomach does kind of touch the steering wheel a little bit, but I can kind of just like, you know, suck in just a little bit. And then there's enough gap for me to, you know, properly drive. This was a whole different can of worms. I, there was no sucking in. I was like, I, I genuinely can't like, I can drive no problem. That's not an issue, but like it was actively touching the steering wheel all night, all the way home. I get home. Uh, Dad's like, so how'd it go? We wants to have a conversation, but it's like 10 till midnight and I'm fucking exhausted. Um, and uh, I come upstairs. I take a couple pain pills. I lay down. I pass the fuck out. I wake up at 2.30 with arguably some of the worst stomach pain I've ever had in my life. Like, you know how that, that, that bottom lower intestine pain that you can get? That like real fucking strong I'm going to die pain? Yeah, there was that. And then it felt like a chest burster was coming out of my stomach. Like it was like from here to like my ass was just like in that intestinal inside pain. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I run to the bathroom and I probably like Tootsie Roll was what came out. Nothing. Mm. It sucked. And I sat there for a minute farted a little bit and it felt better i came back into the room uh, i sat down burped a couple times felt a little bit better finally fell back asleep uh 7 a.m rolls around i get out of bed and i'm like i sit up and that was the moment my body was just like hey so there's a lot in you that needs to come out now and i was like fuck run to the bathroom and it was like someone took like spoiled milk and just dumped it into the toilet that's what it sounded like anyway. Uh, if you're still listening to the podcast, you're welcome. Um, but it was it was bad. Like, it was just, it was a lot. And, uh, and that's about the time my body went, hey, so I understand that your stomach was hurting and that was taking all of your focus. But now that your stomach doesn't hurt, I'm going to remind you that you played beer pong or beer dice for three hours and your body is fucking just torn apart. Wow. So yeah, Monday so you was... felt like a train wreck Monday. Oh my god, dude! Like I felt absolutely terrible Monday, and like the worst part was that DoorDash was doing like massive incentives all day. I was like, I couldn't even fucking work. I had to take my dad to the the blood processing center Monday morning, and like that's the oh that's all I could do. I came home and then went back to bed, <laughs> and I woke up at like three fifteen. But I had scheduled the DoorDash at 4 p.m. because there was like a $2.50 for every order. I did three orders before I was like, I can't anymore. Oh, wow. But on the plus side, all that work I did last week paid off because DoorDash did like that kickback that they do every Tuesday. I think I told you about like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was $200. Oh, the Tuesday money was $200? 
yeah, so I just I said I'm just, I just told that I was like, I'm not work. I'm taking Tuesday off. Nice. He's like, hey. He's like, I get it. So today's the first day that I feel not a hundred percent, but getting closer to a hundred. I got you. I got you. But like tomorrow morning, I'm gonna go to the gym. Like, I gotta start eating a little bit better. I was kind of eating like shit, you know. Last week, a lot. Just you know, didn't want to cook. There's a lot of that, but yeah, that was that was rough, man. Like Sunday was so much fun, and then Monday was was like, oh, that's right, you're 38 and can't act like a 28 year old anymore. Got it. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the reminder, body. Appreciate it. I mean, I like that's the thing, dude. Like in my 20s. I could fucking fall asleep anywhere. Like, sure, I had rituals and shit. Like, I didn't like sleeping with a shirt on. But what the fuck ever does that mean? I could sleep on anyone's couch and be fine. Uh, I remember when um, Andy was moving into his second house. Actually, technically, it was him and him and Megan's first house. Because uh, the one that their parents owned was a different place. But I remember they're moving, and I stayed up there for a whole week. Uh, helping them move out of that house. Like, I helped his mom, like, clean out a garage that we just went to the dump to every fucking day multiple times because they had they just accumulated so much stuff into that garage. And uh, worked my ass off those six days. No fucking problem. Come home, no pain, totally fine. Slept on a couch the entire time. Was fucking great. Yeah. If I if I tried that now, I'd be fucking dead. Like, you're old, soft, and trash, as my friend Bobby Skullface says. Old, soft, and trash. So, <laughs> well, why don't we go ahead and get into the <clears throat> review? Um, for everyone, kind of curious, while we're not, we weren't reviewing something. Uh, we were killing time because all we have is the first. There's just one thing this week. Uh, which we're going to review episodes uh, seven, eight, and nine of uh, Legend of Vox Machina. Which yep. um, shit's getting real in the show. Holy right wow! Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, these were the best three episodes yet. Well, that, uh, you know what's what's really funny to me is it's there's very clear inspiration from other media in the show, but I think that's because. Uh, That's what D&D is to me in, a, in an extent is like as somebody who's creating the story, you're going to pull from other stories. You're going to yeah. have you're going to have things from other forms of media because you're in, in a sense creating a story on the fly, not directly on the fly, but mostly on the fly. And this animated series definitely showcases that because there were quite a few things I saw coming. Not that it's a big deal, but... No, no. Um, like the whole thing with Pike in episode 9. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I saw that coming a mile away, but it was still fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, also enjoyed Scanlan's little, like, uh, distraction. Yeah. That shit was super fucking fun. 
Yeah, I find myself enjoying the show more as it goes along. Um, I really enjoy the... I'm enjoying Percy's story, you know? Yeah. And it, it seems like it's developed into his story and the others are there along for the ride, but they also have their own things going on too. But, I, I will I will say this knowing knowing the the D and D story <clears throat> to a lesser extent, uh they each get the closure that they need. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh I know that Grog and Pike are mostly just there for the ride. They don't have a history that is necessarily like, I need to fix it, much like Percy or maybe the twins do. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, well, think... Pike did have her whole thing where she lost the connection right. to her her goddess. And... So, so do you want to hear an interesting tidbit about her leaving that I didn't know? Sure. Uh, her character, or Ashley Johnson had to had, like she was a guest role on the first campaign um she had to leave at some point like she was there from a certain point and she was a she was a good friend of grog and all that shit and then she had to leave she just wasn't around for a good chunk of the story and um when she came back like it was a big deal because it was what we saw in episode nine um and they just made that up like away from the regular cast of characters like of actors that are you know players i should say like mm-hmm. her and matt came up with that oh that's cool and that's that's just how they wrote it into the fucking show too i was like that's so dope like like imagine when when you know durston had to leave because i had that i had those three weeks where i couldn't be around yeah and then, like, I come back and, like, and then we, maybe we made that into, like, a comic or a fucking, oh, dude. Oh, it's so cool. Like, that, just the, those little, like, tidbits added on to what we're enjoying is just so fucking rad to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was, you know, I was I, I was going to save it and watch it this morning. Um, <clears throat> so it'd be fresh in my mind with everything else that's been going on in the past few days. I ended up watching it last night uh, because sleep issues. But, you know, Misty, she's watched some of it with me, and she's like, I said, the interesting thing about this show is there are a bunch of voice actors that play D&D, and they would stream their campaigns, and they've condensed all their sessions down into this show, and it's just a recreation of what they already played. Uh, and I just find that fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But we we got a lot in these three episodes. I mean, you know, you yeah. see... You see the... Uh, you know, uh, where we left off last week, Percy had just found out that his sister, who he thought he was dead, was still alive. Uh, so they want to mount... Uh, a rescue mission of sorts because she's being held captive by the uh, 
the the um um Briarwoods. 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 Whitestone is the is the city. Whitestone's the town. Briarwoods the people. Yeah. And I I keep wanting to say Briarstone. <laughs> well, what I think is interesting about like what they what I I love the episode. I can't. I think it was episode eight. Um, when uh, uh, Percy confronts his tutor that basically yes. uh, uh, betrayed the Dorolos. Mm-hmm. Like voiced by Stephen Root, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Stephen. Like the he range that guy it. has on voice acting is insane. Uh yeah, like uh, um. So I loved the fight that they had with him. Uh because I think about it from a D and D perspective too, and and I I like I it's just it's just a rad idea. Like, it's such a fucking cool idea that, like, in the campaign, I would hope that when they were fighting these, like, animated fucking suits of armor, that there was a thing where the suits of armor, like, they couldn't penetrate them. They'd attack and then get hit or some shit like that. Such a fuck, like, I, I, that's what I love about the show, dude, is I keep thinking it from that perspective. I keep thinking about it from like, how would this have transpired in a D and D session, you know? But then it's also a great fucking cartoon. I think that's also what I think is so brilliant about this show is you can watch, like my dad watched all of it Mm -hmm. has never played D and D in his life. Not one time. Barely knows what the fuck D and D is. Loves it. Loves this fucking show. That's awesome. And I'm like, because it's fucking high fantasy adventure. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And, and who the fuck isn't going to be down with that? Um, I think that's the other thing I love about it is the juxtaposition between like kind of lighthearted, campy, fun, cart- you know, cartoony um, comedy mixed with like fucking brutal gore and kind of serious dramatic things. Yeah. Just, I, lo- I love how it just the juxtaposition between those two and it jumps back and forth and it's just it's so much fucking fun well i love how you know percy plays per- percy's a gunslinger uh which was a class that you know it's not a common class but it is no. a class and i love how they have crafted into his backstory was yeah he was a he's got a brilliant mind uh, and he was into science and everything. And when his family was wiped out, he set upon to get his vengeance and he created a gun called the pepper box. And he's had magically inscribed the, the names of the five people who he feels are responsible for, uh, killing his family, betraying his family. And it's like, and he put on, he puts on the plague mask when he's fucking getting ready to execute the next name on the barrel. Uh, it's just so fucking cool. Yeah. It's definitely very creative and a lot of fun to watch. Um, but I also kind of want to like, 
Scanlon's distraction sticks out in my mind because I'm listening to Critical Role's third campaign. And it, it definitely felt like a, a subtle nod, but they're currently at somebody's shop. And this particular shopkeeper is, um, she just makes potions. She has no fucking clue what they do. No clue. Hmm. But she'll sell them to you. So there's a whole sequence in, in the campaign where they're opening these bottles and uh, Fern opens one and she smells it and then Matt describes it and she goes, can I tell what it is? And he says, roll an insight check. Not an insight, but uh, chemistry check? Well, um, probably arcane. Okay, it might have been arcane, yeah. but Because there's not a chemistry skill. But there's but an she... arcane skill when it comes to dealing with magic and potions. Okay, so she rolled low. Just FYI. And he says, you have no idea what's in this bottle. So then Fern, Fern looks at the rest of the group and goes, it's a health potion. <laughs> I can tell. Like, full-on lies to the group. It was so fucking funny. Um, but then, like, uh, 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 Laudna opens up another one, and it just, like, uh, not Laudna, but uh, Imogen. She opens up another one, and it just starts billowing smoke out of the fucking bottle. And she's, like, trying to put the cork back on, but the smoke is coming out so fast and forceful that she's struggling. And so the whole, like, room just is filled with smoke. And then uh, when they kind of let the smoke go, the, the shopkeep explains that she made one and she like drank it and she was just like spitting fire out, but luckily it didn't come out the other end. That scene like clicked in my mind about what happened to Scanlan where that he had, like he had a few potions in the bag of holding. Oh yeah. But didn't know what the fuck they did. And he was drinking them during this distraction. Yeah. Um, you one know, turned him into Nightcrawler. <laughs> the 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 uh, the distraction is needed because they want to go get Percy's sister yeah. um, out of this one house, but it's just surrounded by dozens and dozens and dozens of guards, and you know they're they just can't do a full on uh, frontal assault because it would just. There's just no way that the numbers weren't there. So Scanlon's like, I'll make a distraction. I'll set fire to somebody's house. And, you know, he it starts to rain, so he can't set the fire outside the house like he originally intended. So he climbs the window. And when he does, he's pretty much face to sack uh, with the guy, the, the, uh, the ruler of this house i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he is one of the briar uh woods top generals yeah i was like i also find out that he's not on percy's list yeah yeah not that and, he doesn't uh, deserve to be murdered but he uh he's taking a dump and he stands up when scanlon's just there on his knees in front of the toilet and you see the flop <laughs> that was that was good. That was funny. I'm trying to find this guy's name because I, I I can remember all the main characters' names pretty easily, and a lot of the other characters like 
but I'm drawing a fucking complete goddamn blank on on. Uh... Was it Stonefell? It's not Stonefell. No, I think that was the f- first guy that was taken out last week. Vedmeyer. Yeah. No, it's not. Is it Vedmeyer? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it was. Um, let me double check because also if it's if it is if if it is Vedmeyer, um, he is voiced by somebody kind of cool. So give me two seconds here. Yeah, it is Vedmeyer. Um, he is voiced by this guy, Rory McCain. Yeah, which is dope. Well, we were watching it this morning, and Misty's like, "Is Dom and Billy?" Talking about Dominic Monaghan and Billy Bard, or whatever his name was, Billy Barty, uh, the hobbits from the Lord of the Rings movie, played Marion yeah. Pippin. I was like, I don't think so. And then I paused it and looked, and Dominic Monaghan was voicing Archibald. I was like, well, yeah, he actually Which, he is. <laughs> I did not expect him to get cut in half. Yeah, just cleave. That, I was like, ooh, cleave. Cleave was used. <laughs> Archie. Archie was his name. Yeah, Archibald. Yeah. Was his full name. But uh but yeah, I was Percy's just like, Percy's childhood best friend. I was like, not Archie, no. I think that's the other thing that's crazy is I get attached to these characters real quick. Like and I feel it's like so just... Game of Thrones though, and how easy it is. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you like this character? Well, they're gonna die. Oh yeah, like because they're all third dimen- three dimensional. None of them are two dimensional, fucking boring characters. They're all they all have like, like you 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 listen to them talk, and you're like, these feel way more fleshed out than than sh- than other things we've watched. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so fucking. I love it so much. I love it so goddamn much. I'm so excited because tomorrow night, as of recording this Thursday, is when the finale airs, and I'm like. Gonna put the time aside because I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm on my. I'm actually almost caught up on campaign three. By the way, <laughs> like wow. I'm, I'm kind of hoping to finish episode thirteen today. Like I'm gonna listen to it while I'm doing all my chores and shit. And um, and then when uh, episode fourteen live streams tomorrow, I'm hoping to watch it. Well, that's cool. Now, see, you're you're big in a critical role. Um, and I've never checked them out, you know, checked anything out of theirs. I had heard of them, but never watched or listened to anything. Now there is a group, uh, that plays D and D and they stream it weekly that I watch a lot of their YouTube channel. They're called the dungeon dudes and they've had a fucking, uh, really cool ongoing campaign and they just started their third campaign last week. Um, but they they had a Kickstarter for their first one, uh, and I backed it and I went all in on it. Uh, let me hold on. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. <laughs> That's fine. I was gonna say that uh, the the main reason that I went with Critical Role was because uh, Vox Machina was so cool that yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, I want to listen to them, but I know that their episodes are stupid fucking long. And basically what I did, which you'll find this funny, is I I drive around with my windows down because uh, it's nice right now. So why the fuck not? Yeah. And um, it's not here. 
um, I have to listen to everything on my phone. So I've actually been connecting my, my Bluetooth headphones and I listen to it while I'm driving around. Yeah, it's the Dungeons of Drakenheim. That was their first uh, first campaign. And it's a world that they created and they've turned it into a D&D campaign and it comes out this summer. And they just posted an update yesterday of the miniatures that are coming with it. And oh my God, I'm excited. Because that's definitely something that I want to play through. Um, but yeah, they, well, the, dun- the dungeon dudes, they, they, uh, they're similar to critical roles. It's like one guy DMs and they just have three people playing along. Uh, but they live stream it every Tuesday. Um, and then they upload their Twitch live stream, uh, to, uh, their YouTube channel on Fridays. So I was like, what's, what's funny, like the reason that I chose, like I said, I chose critical role was because, uh, I went to their page after watching Vox Machina and I was like a hundred and fucking 17 episodes of Vox Machina. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to that. And then I was like campaign two. Oh my God. It's longer. It's like 120 something episodes. That seems like a lot. And then I saw that their third campaign was at uh, was just a few episodes in. It was like, you know, twelve episodes in. I was like, "That's doable. That's hundred percent doable." So once I'm fully caught up and I'm just listening to their adventure week to week, I'll be popping on different podcasts from now on. Like I know that my buddy Mark, he's been listening to a group of guys that have like over hundred episodes, but each episode is is just an hour long. So I'm going to start listening to them just so I can talk to him about that. And then like, but I got to tell you, listen to other people fucking do D and D has really ignited my want to do it again. Yeah. Really oh yeah. So, but anyway, uh, what time? Okay. Close to an hour. Well, why don't we go ahead and give our final thoughts on this, on these three episodes and then wrap this puppy up. What do you say? Okay. You can go ahead. A plus, fucking full on A plus. I, I, I genuinely haven't watched a show this year that I've liked more than this show so far. Um, I, I've, I don't know what else to say. It's been a fucking treat to watch this show. Um, I think it is incredibly cleverly written and well done. Um, a lot of the writers on the show are fucking brilliant in how they have condensed a D campaign into a cohesive well thought out story uh i have like it's it's rare to get this attached to characters for me um and uh i'll put it this way if you listen to this podcast our, our review podcast you know that i forget character names really fucking easily you forget actor names i forget actor <laughs> names really easily I'm remembering everybody's name in this fucking show. If that doesn't tell you how good it is, I don't know what is going to tell you. Like, that should speak fucking volumes, personally. Anyway, A+, love the show, can't wait, like, the fucking animation's great, the comedy's great, the fucking visuals with the gore and the and the -the over-the-topness, like, it's just so much fucking fun to watch. It's something that I've watched multiple times now just because I can. And uh, like I said, I got my dad into it. I know that if you haven't listened, like if you don't know D&D, you can enjoy this show. 
If you do know D&D, you can enjoy this show. It's fucking great. I don't know how else to put it. It's fucking fantastic. And I am so goddamn excited for the finale. So excited. And I'm so happy they're getting a season two because I, I need to finish. I really need to know what happens to the fucking Vox Machina. But anyway, yeah, that's that's my two cents. I don't know. I I I think the show is top tier. So there's that. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know, the the voice acting, of course, it should be spot on because it is from voice actors. But the music's great. The fucking animation is fucking stellar. Uh, the story is engaging and it's fast paced enough. Uh, but it slows down when it needs to, to give you a moment to breathe. Uh, it's, it's well fucking done. Um, and, you know, uh, it just gets, for me, stronger as it goes along. So uh, I definitely give it an A plus this week for these three episode arcs. So I highly recommend it. Don't, we didn't talk a lot specifically about what went on in the episodes because really you owe it to yourself to watch these episodes and get into it on your own. Uh, but it is definitely worth the investment. Yep. I, I fully agree with that. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. Like tip mouse did like, that's the thing is that if you've watched Metalocalypse or, um, uh, like, what was the other fucking show they did? Tim Mouse is an animation studio that's done a lot for Adult Swim. And uh, the reason I bring up Metalocalypse is if you haven't... Have you watched Metalocalypse? Uh, never have. Uh, never have. You'd fucking love it, dude. Like, I'm genuinely serious. You'd love Metalocalypse. Like, not only did they write original heavy metal songs, or to an extent death metal songs for the show, they're good outside of the show. And then to make matters even better, it's funny. Like the show is hilarious, but also gory. Like, I don't know. Like, you gotta you gotta do yourself a favor and at least check out a little bit of Metalocalypse. Like, I think it's fucking fantastic. It was one of my favorite shows they ever did. But it's the same animation studio, and they knock out the fucking animation or the, the animations out of. They knock the animation out of the park. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Uh anyway. I'm getting off track here. Um, folks, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the last three episodes of The Legend of Vox Machina and the first two episodes of The Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 4. Are they doing... They're not dropping the whole season. They're just doing the first two episodes and then when weekly. I went When I went to the IMDb... Um, cause I was trying to see what, uh, if it was season three or four, cause I genuinely couldn't remember. Um, yeah, it's season I'll, four. I'll do it again right now. Marvelous. Miss Maisel, uh, episode guide season four. Uh, it looks like it's two a week. So the 18th is episode one and two. The 25th is episode three and four. Um, March 4th is 5 and 6, and March 11th is 7 and 8. And that's it. It's just got eight episodes this season. Okay. Which seems to be on track with every season, according to 
Uh, well, I think two, season two was ten episodes. Yeah, season two had the most, and then three was eight, and now four is also eight. So, yeah, so it'll be on for four weeks, just like Fox Machina was. Just less episodes, same amount of time, roughly though, give or take. But yeah, we're both very excited because the show's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's it's definitely been one of my favorite shows to watch in the past couple of years. So, um. On top of reviewing uh, Fox Machina and Mr. Marvelous Maisel next week, I will be doing a short video that will go up on the YouTube channel um, where I'm going to review the Cuphead show, which comes out on Netflix on uh, the day this uploads. Um, The reason that we're not doing a full review of it is because it is the entire season, and Maya is going to be busy um, in a a San Francisco that is in a post-apocalypse setting. I will I will be playing Horizon Forbidden West and I will be playing the smoking dog fuck out of it. Yeah. Um you will have beaten that game and arguably 100% it before I'm even remotely close to done with it. And the reason I say this is that you are a completionist. You you do as much as you possibly can in a game, you get 100%, you you try to get all the achievements. I on the other hand play the campaign. <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. Um, I try. I'm, I, I try to do a lot of side missions too, if it like expands on the story. And uh, but uh, and I know that the Horizon uh, Zero Dawn was definitely one where the side missions expanded a lot on the story. Oh yeah, yeah. But the reason I'm saying this is that you are um, you're going to have the game a solid four days before I get it. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'll have completed it by then, but. Well, you'll be. We'll see. Like, yeah, you'll be on the fast track. To, like, I feel like you'll have the story. Oh, the story done by the time I get it. I honestly, with how much you're going to play it. <clears throat> well, considering the first game, I platinumed it in less than five days. You might be right. <laughs> I don't think you'll be 100% done, but you'll definitely like. By next recording, I feel like you'll definitely be done. <laughs> by the next podcast we record so but because who knows we'll see yeah yeah but because of that i'm gonna do a short review of that because i because i'm excited about it i love the fucking game i think you played cuphead too right no i've never played it it is it is difficult it's very fucking difficult um but but a lot of fun it's like a side-scrolling platformer but it's 98 percent boss battles i've watched i've watched you play it because you streamed it on your Twitch channel back oh, when it first came out. I forgot I that I did. You, yeah, I watched you play it. I just never had the desire to. Well, plus two was it wasn't an Xbox exclusive. No, no, no. No, it was out on everything. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. I played I it on never, Xbox. That's where I own it. I just, I just never picked it up. Never tried it out. Um, I think the animation in it is brilliant, though. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah, that's that's honestly what drew me to it when I first saw it at E3, like we, uh, about a year before it had come out. Was like, I was like, oh my god, it looks like the fucking you know, fifties cartoons. This is amazing, and the thirties cartoons. My bad. So there's a lot of that, but yeah, like I don't know. I, I I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. So. We'll see if it's good. It's got a, it's got a nine on fucking IGN. I don't know about other websites, but 
So we'll see. We'll see if it's any good. But yeah, um, on that note, go check out the YouTube channel. That's where you can watch this uh, podcast live. Um, also, you'll be able to see that that shorter that short review. Um, uh, yeah, give that give that a like and a follow. Helps the algorithm. Helps us out. Yada yada. Uh, make sure you ch- uh, follow all the socials which which are listed down below. Um, if we do end up adding anything, I doubt we will. That's where you'll know about it. That's where you'll find out about it. But um, uh, also check out our Teespring store. If you're looking to get uh, some uh, some some spring and summer clothing, uh, you know, think 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 about our faces when you go to do that. Um, all the purchases go to like the, the production of this podcast and and make it a little bit better if we can. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, I think that's all I got on my notes over here, which I'm trying to do better at remembering on my own, but. That's asking a lot. It's a tall order. Um, yeah, that's it. Maya, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name. It's a public profile. So if you choose to follow me, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram from there, which are linked to the Facebook page. Uh, you can catch me on another show called Figure Banging on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel every other Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. It's a live action figure review show. A uh, new episode, not this coming, not this week, but uh, we didn't have one this week as recording, but we'll have one next week. So check it out. Uh, go back and check out past episodes, especially if you're into Transformers. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where you can find me. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can find me on all socials under Chub Rock Geek. Um, you can also uh, find me on occasion talking to Anthony about video games, uh, Mission Start Podcast or Mission Start Tubes on YouTube. Uh, he's currently doing a lot of stuff on his own right now with uh, his um, uh, VTuber avatar. So there's that. But um, if that's if you're into that, check that out, I guess. But uh, but yeah, so that's but that's it. That's all you can find me. Um, again, everybody, as we stated next week. Uh, come back to this channel for er, uh, uh, us talking about the finale of Vox Machina, the uh, season four premiere of Marvelous Miss Maisel. Both are on Amazon Prime. And then at some point, I will upload a review of Cuphead Show. So look forward to all of that. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And that's all. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>